Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. So, among probably many other things, it's National Podcast Day? It's National Podcast Day. Because every day is National Something Day, and yeah. it's like there's tons of things on every single day. But one of the today's things is Podcast today Day. Today is National Podcast Day. Wow. Yesterday, or what What was yesterday? Coffee Day? Coffee Day. And Wednesday was Corn Dog Day. Oh. That's why you oh, got corn dogs. Oh, is that why they did 50 yep, Cent Corn Dogs? that's why you got corn dogs. Okay. Seems like they do that about every other month at Sonic now, though. Yeah, it's not special anymore. Oh, it's still special, but not as special. Yeah, well, it used I, to be I, just I Halloween. When, when it used to, yeah, exactly. When it used to be Halloween, it was like mm-hmm. fifty cent corn dogs, and you're like, what? For for any of you guys out there that don't know, we we record in Oklahoma, which is the home of Sonic drive-ins, and some of us are from Shawnee, Oklahoma, which, which is, is the, the literal, literal home yes, of Sonic drive-ins. Exactly. And so here, shout out to Shompton. There are more Sonics than anything. Probably more Sonics than churches. Probably more Sonics than Seven Elevens. Although that's probably close. I think Seven. I, I mean, I think Sonic is global now. I think they. Yeah, have they're them all everywhere. Over. But here, it's <laughs> but, a special. Well, they don't thing. have six in one town like Shawnee. Yeah, or six on one road like Northwest Expressway. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy how many Sonics are here. Yeah, like for, makes a, sense. for a population of like 15,000 people that Shawnee has, we have six Sonics. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I have 13,000 people is very generous. I'm not 100% yeah. sure how many people. Live. I doubt it's 13,000. It's probably like you, 10. Maybe. Yeah. It's not very big. It's not. I know that much. Well, interestingly enough, we did our top five podcasts on our last episode. So go back and check that yeah, out. Yeah, we didn't play in celebration that. of National Podcast Day. I don't. Are there like calendars out there that tell people what all these national days are? Because uh, I never know until people start posting. It's called the internet. It's just the internet. I guess. Like people well, just look I mean, up the, what the, is the, today. The internet just creates you know days that they want. It's Let's insane. make this international. You know, George R. R. Martin Appreciation Month. Sure. Or something like that. So, I guess it would be Appreciation Day. So could we somehow make pick a day next year and make it National Animation Station Podcast Day? Uh, Yeah, we have to be bigger. Well, let's be bigger by next year and let's do that. Year. Okay. Because I think that would be neat. And I think we deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, welcome to the Animation Station Podcast episode 62 mm-hmm. we can almost file for aarp <laughs> my name is josh i'm gavin and this week we're going to be talking about the book of life mm-hmm. from 2014 2014 is that is it i didn't think it was that old no uh 20th century fox 20th century and fox. real effects real effects yep real flicks real flicks yeah 
<laughs> all right. Uh, Gavin, you got anything for the news? Well, first of all, I'd like to start off with a correction from our last episode. Oh, because... Correction time from Gavin Otterson. Exactly. So last time we were doing our top five podcasts and... I dinged one of my favorite podcasts because I said they were not on iTunes. Well, basically, I think it was the same weekend that we recorded this this podcast got on iTunes. So they're now on iTunes. I'm now subscribed and I can now keep up with them. It's none other than the Squared Co. podcast. With our friend Jared Mariama. Jared Mariama and, and co-host uh, Mark Morris. They talk to artists and creatives and they're really cool. They, they do a lot of the same things we do except they talk to more artists. You know, we talk to more, we usually talk to voice actors. Um, but they do kind of the same Speaking thing. Speaking of voice actors, go check out our episode with Phil Lamar, yeah. the voice of probably your childhood. Yeah, Samurai Jack, most notably to me. Uh, but yeah, Squared Co. Go check them out. They're on iTunes. So if you're an iTunes listener, you can now subscribe to them. All right. You got anything yeah. else? Because I'm, um, I'm, I'm about to, you know, you got dive. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm about to go in. Well, also earlier this week, we gave you guys a bonus um, Cartoon Cafe review of the new Lego Ninjago movie. So Ninja I thought we'd go Ninja Go. So I thought we'd update everybody on the box office for the opening weekend. That's turtles, right? That is turtles. Okay, that's that's vanilla ice, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, so this movie has a budget of seventy million, and they've already made almost half of that back. Because opening weekend worldwide, they've already made thirty-eight million at the box office. I'd it was interested. number three behind Kingsman and It. I would be interested to know what like a Batman made opening weekend. Yeah, that'd be interesting. If you want, I can look it up while you do the other news. Okay, yeah, do that. Cool. All righty, folks. For the news that I have today, first off, a little live action news. J.J. Abrams and Paramount Pictures aye, aye, aye. will be doing. Hold on, before aye, you aye, 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 aye. here, <laughs> will be doing a Your Name or Kimi no Nawa live action movie. So based on the extremely popular anime film, they're going to be doing a live action. Are now, they going to Are they going to do it with it? What they did to Death Note? No, going to bring he, it to Seattle. The, and... Here's the thing. All right, okay, soapbox time, guys. Here we go. This will be fun. <laughs> okay, with Death Note you can switch up the story. I mean, and you can change characters out. That part is not too big of a deal. Because with Death Note, it's there's nothing really ingrained in a certain aspect of society. Whereas mm-hmm. with Your Name, there is no possible way that you can do that without changing the story. I mean, just like basically, you know, taking out half the story. Because it's so... Um, ingrained in japanese lore and japanese culture that you there's no possible way the whole part with the spoilers for your name if you're one of the three people that didn't see it um the whole part with uh gavin i need eye contact sorry uh the whole part (laughs) with um uh the sake oh yeah how are you gonna do that there's no equivalent like oh, if, if you Americanize if you're gonna it, Americanize it's got to be Japanese. The equivalent? Yeah, I it's, agree. Does she work at a brewery and she's you know sniffing like chewing hops and spitting it into a thing? <laughs> is is it gonna be like Anheuser Busch? Is, is I you yeah. can't do it. I agree. Um, you got to keep the it whole part about her Japanese. being a uh, her being a, a priestess. Like mm-hmm. there's no or a, I guess she's technically a shrine maiden, not a priestess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's 
we don't have the equivalent here unless you're going to make her a nun. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that you can do. Yeah, I so agree. So with this movie, and since it's JJ, I th- and he has a good, he's pretty good at casting. So I would like to see him make it in Japan. Make it in Japan? Make it in Japan. Oh, yeah. This I mean, will, I, this would, will I would This will be a Japanese movie. I would say I'm not sure if they would... Or at least give us Japanese actors something. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they would. Needs to be. Make it all in Japanese, or if they would be speaking in English. There, there's where we have a. There's where we have a. I thing. can't see J.J. Abrams doing a foreign language film. Exactly. That's I really the thing. can't. I would love. I, I think it would be cool if he did. I, I, I don't see it either. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Stranger Things have happened, and Stranger Things premieres this month, so. So, oh yeah, we forgot yeah. to say this is Spooktober, everybody. Oh, we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Josh, cut that. Yeah, don't uh, do that. Every time you do that, you just leave it in. I leave it in. <laughs> Josh, cut that. Um, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, I think it can work if they do it. Like if they don't Americanize it, mm-hmm. there's this is a movie that you can't do. Death Note, you can get away with. Because, I mean, that's just a death note. Anybody can find it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. No mm-hmm. big deal. That's like trying to do, like, Rurouni Kenshin. Can't do Rurouni Kenshin not in feudal Japan. It's impossible. Right. You don't know what Rurouni Kenshin is, do you? Yeah, no, I know enough you know? about okay. it. Yeah, I know that's enough like about doing, it. It's, it would be like doing uh, Cowboy Bebop, but actually making them cowboys. Well, I, that's what is that, that's and actually... all American. It's a great thing you just did there, because the example I was going to bring up is The Magnificent Seven, being drawn from seven samurai yeah. you could if you completely you know take it out of context and put it in something different mirror that story i don't know why you would in the case of your name that wouldn't make any sense but when we're talking about a period piece you could definitely throw it into a different period that maybe shares some of the same ideals and you know like samurai seven samurai and magnificent mm-hmm. seven but in the case of your name, yeah, I totally agree. Like, why would you put this anywhere but in Japan with Japanese actors? Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't see why you, like, to even attempt to do it differently mm-hmm. would, one, be an injustice, and two, would probably suck. I yeah. mean, it's not, I mean, it it is, a, it is a, a piece that you have to do in Japan. There's no way around that. And I mean, there's no equivalent to what you can do unless it you're going to make it in Italy and she's going to stomp on some grapes and that's the he's going to drink wine <laughs> instead of sake. And I guess she spit right. in the grapes or yeah. she's got fungus on her feet. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to do it. You can't do it. It has to be the sake. <laughs> Priestess toe jam. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm happy for J.J. Abrams because I think this is going to give him uh, just a great opportunity to exercise his lens flare muscles, which you know he wants to do. That comet is yeah. going to look fantastic. <laughs> I mean, lens flares everywhere. Oh my gosh. It's gonna be, I mean, there were already lens flares in the anime. So I know. That's what I'm saying. If we have real lens flares, that'll be crazy. Uh, Abrams. All right. Move on from your name. If okay. you guys want to talk words, if you want us to talk more about your name, let us know mm-hmm. in the comments below. Yeah. On to more bits. Okay. Um, Teen Titans Go will be getting a big screen movie adaptation. That's cool. In July of 2018. That's soon. That's very soon. Have they started it? 
Um, I don't know. Or is it going to be just like episodes of the show put on screen? Um, no. If if it's them, it'll probably be like. Um, remember when they did uh, Trouble in Tokyo, Teen Titans? Huh? Did you watch Teen Titans? The yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So when they did Trouble in Tokyo, I don't mm. know if Trouble in Tokyo ever came out on the big screen, but it would be like yeah, a full length. Pro- it's probably going to be like an hour, hour forty five mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of show. I don't know what they're going to do. I would love for them to, what would be great, what would be absolutely fantastic if it starts Teen Titans Go and then halfway through they stop and they go back to the original animation. <laughs> nice. That would be fantastic. Yeah, like I an Oz know. kind of thing. Huh? Like they just switch from yeah, black like and white to color. Oz. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that comes out in July. Cool. cool. Uh, the My Little Pony movie comes out this week. You going to see it, dude? Yeah, I'm going to see it. <laughs> nice. Um, and look for a Cartoon Cafe soon ish okay cool we're gonna have a guest on that one i've we when may, are you going i'm going with your wife on thursday she's going to see it uh-huh wow Dude, okay i had like 30 dollars in amc stubs thing so i just redeemed Dang. them and bought two tickets nice okay uh also premiering this week season two of gundam iron-blooded orphans on toonami which sounds like just the darkest show ever oh yeah kids die <laughs> If you want to see anime children die, then yeah, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. It's, oh, that's funny. You know who's in uh, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans? Is it Johnny Young Bosch? Johnny Young Bosch is in this movie. How many shows is he in? Uh, All, All the them, shows? Pretty much. Okay. If it's a good show, He's in Johnny it? Young Bosch is in it. Nice. Um, we also released, uh, remember me talking about the silent voice? Mm, uh, it's the anime about memory. the the deaf girl yes. and then the boy and then yes. they, you know he's mean to her. Mm-hmm. Um, they released the English dub cast. Okay, now that was a film, right? Not a series. Oh, uh, it was it was a manga series or manga series, whatever <laughs> manga. Manga, manga forever. Se- manga forever. Uh, <laughs> good old Ram Tiggins. Um, oh, that goes off. Uh, Netflix. I know, I saw that. That's so sad. I may watch the first episode tonight, just be like, oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, coach, and seven. <laughs> what was it talking about? Force. You're hawking it. Force. <laughs> um, what were we talking Oh, yeah, Silent Voice. <laughs> uh, so it was a manga series, and then they made it into a live, I mean, live, live action. No. They made it into an, uh, an anime movie. Okay. Uh, mm, and that's year? what they're talking about, right? Is the voice cast for that? Yeah, the voice cast for okay. that. So we're getting a... We're getting a home media release. I don't know if we're going to... Because, I mean, we're getting a theatrical release, but I don't know if we're getting a dub theatrical release or just a sub-theatrical release. Who's doing it? Funimation? No, not Funimation. I believe it is Sentai or Nav. Naya. I, I doubt it's G-Kids. Um, but what we have for the um, main uh, main character, Shoya, we have Robbie Damon, who... What was he in that you would know? Uh, remember Padma Inverted? Uh huh. He was Portia. Okay. The best friend. Yeah. The one who didn't get with Padma. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was my boy, Michael Singer. <laughs> um, we also have uh, what's what's cool is uh, Shoko, who is the deaf girl. Mm-hmm. She's going to be played by Lexi Cowden, and Lexi is a deaf actress herself. Really. <laughs> That's the fire alarm. Something's Did burning. you hear Brady curse? <laughs> uh, we should leave that in. <laughs> Don't worry, it's in. 
<laughs> is he cooking? Is that what? Yeah, it... he's cooking. Well, <laughs> he's not cooking. He's burning. He's burning. <laughs> he's failing at cooking. Uh, yeah. So Lexi, she is a deaf actress. So I think oh. it's actually pretty cool that they're gonna have a deaf actress play a deaf girl. I that's think that's fantastic. That's really good casting, and it's it's pretty good. I I, mm. I like it. I think that's a really good choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's gonna be directed by Stephanie Shea. Which is pretty cool. Uh, and my boy, uh, Michael Sinter Nicholas, is yeah. going to be in it. Nice. Uh, dude from Your Name and main kid from uh, Summer Wars. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, he was really good. Nice. Other than that, I got no news. Well, that was a good bit of news. Yeah. Lots, lots going on in the world of animation. Lots going on. Always exciting. And smell the smoky, charred smoky. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we ready to talk about this? Let's talk about it. So, as you mentioned, it is now Spooktober. Okay, Gavin, you ready to go go with the official Spooktober theme song? Go. Josh, roll the Spooktober music now. And are you ready, Gavin? I'm ready. Okay, we're going to sing it together. Are you ready? And (laughs) ghosts and ghouls and witches and... Why aren't you singing? I don't know what you're doing. Oh. (laughs) You didn't? We didn't have rehearsal. Oh, you're, yeah. you weren't. Oh, I wasn't okay. in your head. I, I, I sometimes no, that's not true. I'm never in your head. So yeah. Well, that's that's sad. <laughs> so anyway, Josh, cut that. Spook, October two. October two. The respookening. The respookening. We were gonna go with electric spookaloo, but I've no. Yeah. Where it's it's the respookening. The respookening. Exactly. I think that works better. So we've got a lineup of five spooky movies for the month and our first one was pixar's coco (laughs) (laughs) almost uh we decided to do book of life from 20th century fox and real fx and it has incredible similarities from what we can tell to a movie a forthcoming movie from pixar called coco and it's basically around the story of um, the Mexican celebration of Dia de Muertos. And Isn't it De Las? No. It's not De Las Muertos? No. It's just. I did de some Muertos? reading on it, and that's what English people say. Oh, we put the last yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. But it's Dia de Muertos, and then the, one of the days is called like Dia de los Muertos. Something like that. Because like, there's three out? days. There's three days. There's the 31st of October, the 1st, and the 2nd of November. So it's a three-day festival. Anyway, this movie centers around all of that. Yeah, Coco comes out in November, like late November. Which oh, is, it's late November? Yeah. It's not like November 3rd? No, I thought it should be like a Halloween release, but it's, it's in November. Oh, well, I was thinking, well, why don't they just go with, you know the day of the dead yeah you would think so possible i'm not sure sure what their timing was i'm sure it had to do with other releases because it's more important to release yeah november 22nd which other... is weird yeah well that's their thanksgiving weekend release yes. so that kind of makes sense yeah but i mean if you're doing day of the dead be like because yeah. you know what's great because if november 2nd see, is that's... the day of the dead november 2nd is a thursday you can yeah. release on a thursday that's true that's true the wind, but there's the Friday. Yeah. Way to go, Pixar. Way to go, Pixar. To You've s- disappointed Josh Kane yet Disney again. does it again. <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to Book of Life. Book of Life, directed by um, Jorge Rodriguez. Uh, one of the producers is yeah, Guillermo del Toro, who definitely has his uh, visual stamp all over this movie. 
And it's basically a classic story of two boys who like the same girl and kind of which way will fate lead them all and uh, which one will Maria choose. And you have kind of the two deities that center around the Dia de Muertos, uh, Sepulba, and what was her name? Hold on, I got it. Uh, I can't remember. La Muerta. La Muerta. That should be easy to remember. Uh, and they kind of are controlling things. And then there was Ice Cube. She controls the um, the land of the remembered, and then he controls the land of the forgotten, basically, which is the crappy place. And he's sick of it, and he wants to trade. So he does a wager, and they basically each wager on one of these boys. Maria will pick that one, and uh, and then the adventure ensues. So, Josh, what are your initial thoughts about this movie? Like, what what are you feeling right now? We just finished watching it. Are you like, yes, Dido Muertos, great, or are you like, eh. um? It makes me, I know it's not technically Spanish, but it kind of makes me want to, you know, maybe look into my Spanish heritage just a tad bit more. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I wish I could speak Spanish. That was the, that's yeah. the one thing I'm like, I grew up with that and then became removed from that, that mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I, I honestly wish that I had been able to keep up my uh, Spanish speaking as well. I was more or less fluent. I went all the way through AP Spanish. But, you know, I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Not a lot of chance to use Spanish there. Uh, and then well, I just kind of... Well, then I moved to Phoenix oh, where Phoenix. there was. And then I moved to Dallas. And, then you know, I mean, and more and more, there's much more of, um, you know, Mexican or, or Spanish-speaking people in America. So more and more I get, you know, exposed to it. But it's been so long now that I've forgotten so much. I think if I just took like a refresher course, I could get a lot of it back. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to retouch with that. I don't personally think I have any um, ethnic ties to either Spain or anything south of the border. I don't know, but I well, may. In Europe. So. That's why I said or. Oh. Um, but my last two years, we were learning Castilian spanish uh, instead Castilian. of yeah mm-hmm. get that list yeah. in there <laughs> i love it um but i mean yes yeah, so I, I remember uh like growing up i think i really i kind of like went away from that uh side of the family i think when i was like nine or ten. Oh, okay so it's been i've been removed for a long time 18 yeah. years oh yeah pretty much so yeah. so did you speak it pretty well um i did a little bit like stuff mm-hmm. that my grandma taught me and mm-hmm. she would always call me Ashwa. So I'm like, Oh yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, so I mean, and we would go to, you know, like my friend, uh, like, uh, well, not my friends, it'd be my cousins. So yeah. we would go to my cousin's house and they would have like all kinds of, you know, food and everything. And there'd be a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. There'd be a bunch of people there speaking stuff that I didn't know what the heck they were speaking. <laughs> so I had to learn to pick up some things. Sure. So that's why I can pick up some things mm-hmm. and I have, I can do an accent that's about it yeah so like i could repeat stuff back to them mm-hmm. not really knowing what it meant <laughs> so if someone would be like say like uh you know hello or like my blah 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 blah, i'd be like i can be like i can repeat that mm-hmm. but that's all i can do i can repeat it right so yeah see that was always so my I'm problem mainly, i mainly have it with my female cousins because they were they all spoke english oh okay <laughs> so it's like hey nice yeah, that was always my problem i could never 
hear it as well as I could speak it because I could speak it pretty darn well. But I always had a hard time like in conversation, like, oh, wait, say that again, like translating it in my own ear. Anyway, enough about linguistics. Uh, oh, but anyway, what did I think about this movie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> tangents. <laughs> that, we should just, that should be the name of this yeah, podcast. The, the just like, tangential Welcome to the podcast. Tangents. Um, uh, I mean, I like the movie. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Corey was not, he could not be here today. Yeah. He is, he is at the work. We miss you, Majestic One. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> so. You do too. Yeah. But I mean, I know he was not as thrilled with this movie. Yeah. He did not like the whole block aspect and everything like that. But for me, I was like, I understand it. I get that. That's, that's part of the story. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of thought it worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I liked what they did with it. I liked, like, especially like the grandma where her, I'm sorry, I'm going into characters and stuff. Like <laughs> that's uh, right. how they're all wooden, but like her wrinkles were just like, you know, uh, warps in the wood and everything yeah. like that. I yeah. thought that was good. Um, story-wise, I mean, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. Um, I, I'd like to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um... In fact, if you'll leave it, I'll probably watch it again tonight. Okay. Um, Hopefully that middle bit clears up. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was weird. We had I think I kind of remember that happening the first time I watched okay. it. I don't feel like you lose any story. You get the gist of what's happening in that scene, and then it cuts back on right at the end of that scene. So, anyway. I will say it was very long, but there Pretty wasn't long. a part in the movie where I'm like, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything where I was like, it's a... It's spaced very well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this, there I, I didn't think there were any spacing issues. Yeah, so, I agree with that. I mean, I, yeah, I thought it was good. I mean... Cool. I can't really... I say I mean a lot because I'm trying to think of negative things yeah. to put along with it, but mm-hmm. I can't really think of anything I was too negative about. Yeah, I... It's weird. I mean, I mean, some of the, some of the characters were a little... Uh, like the background... Vid- I just broke my pen. Uh, the background villagers, there were a lot of them, a lot of the marionettes that looked the exact same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me, I'm not about that. Yeah. Like, give everybody different personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cool that uh, Miguel makes a special appearance <laughs> in this as a small orphan boy with hat. <laughs> and guitar. And guitar. I thought that was great. Um, Hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of stuff wrong with it, but I mean, yeah, I, I really liked the movie. I thought it was really cool. I mean, it, my... makes, it makes me first. It makes me want to go to Spain because I want to go see, uh, you know, bullfight. It's one of those oh, things yeah. I've always wanted to do. Because my dad is uh, like his mom is uh, 100% from like, she's Spanish, mm-hmm. and so he's half Spanish, and he would go to Spain all the time. So he mm-hmm. would tell me you know, like all the stuff that they went to. Oh, like he's done the running of the bulls, and he's, uh, would you do that? Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, I, I, but he's yeah he's like yeah you run with the bulls they run them into the stadium and then they kill them and then you eat yeah. them so it's like oh that seems like fun <laughs> <laughs> so part of me is like yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that yeah interesting uh well my general impressions of the movie are, are largely the same i liked it which is surprising because i don't remember if i told you or not but i bought this sight unseen many months ago and i began watching it and i turned it off halfway through I may have not been in the right mind space. I don't know what, but I was like, oh my gosh, I can't really take this movie right now. And I stopped it. 
And then when we decided we were going to watch it, well, I think I guess I already knew we had it on our schedule. So I was like, I'm going to wait until then because I don't know if I can do this twice. I don't know why I was so against it. There was there was something just not working for me. But today, well, I, I really you, enjoyed it. I remembered it. you buying it and it was sitting on your shelf for the longest time. Mm-hmm. It was one of those ones that you didn't put in between. You yeah, like I had laid it laying it on top. there, so I'd remember so to watch I was like, it. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I finally did, and uh, yeah, I just had a problem with it for some reason. And then, so watching it, it today, I came in with a very low bar because I was like, okay, let's just get through this. But maybe because of that, I really enjoyed it today. Like I, I just had a great time. I think a lot of it too may have been that I've spent the last couple of days kind of reading about Dia de Muertos and just kind of learning a little bit, you know, with recent events in Mexico, storms and earthquakes and stuff like that. I just, I've felt for Mexico a lot and I just think it's such a cool, vibrant, amazing neighbor that we have that, you know, it, it just sucks that they're dealing with what they're dealing with. They're a poorer country and, I think it stinks that the richest country in the world sits right next to them and they suffer. I just, I have a problem with that. So anyway, I've been thinking about Mexico a lot lately, so maybe that's why, but I really enjoyed a lot of the authenticness of this movie. They really just celebrated this most famous of Mexican celebrations. And I love the colors and the pageantry and just the ideals behind it. What whatever you believe religiously or spiritually or about the afterlife, you know, throw that aside. Just the idea of it, just the sentiment of it is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I love it. And I I appreciate how they just tried to explode that fiesta all over the screen in this movie. And I think they did a fantastic job that way. The story, like you mentioned, I like, and it's it's a pretty classic story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've seen that Young story told a million into... times. Yeah, and I like that it ends up happy for all parties at the end. Yeah. They all are like, okay, we're even, still even good. the villains. Even, yeah, uh, uh, La Morta and what was his name? Zabalba. 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 It. Yeah. There's an X. Something like that. I I like that they were like they were never like big villains in it they're just like mm-hmm. ah, you know we'll see what happens it's very like story of job mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah um but so i mean they're just kind of like oh yeah and like they're in love with each other and totally fine at the end too they're just like yeah. oh, we're just having fun you know yolo yeah, right it's, it's totally awesome and- well technically not yolo because we brought him back <laughs> so eh. yolt yolt <laughs> you only live twice well that's technically a james bond movie so I don't think. Is it? You yeah, only you live only twice? twice. <laughs> That's the one with uh, Sean Connery and they're in, uh, they go to Japan and they fight ninjas. Sure. That sounds yeah. like a James Bond movie. They like, <laughs> there's a big volcano and then like, they all like come down in the volcano, like mm-hmm. the ninja, like the ninja guys and they're like shooting people. And right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that, I think, uh, uh, Dr. Knows in that one. I think it's one of the ones with him. I think he escapes. All right. Back to Book of Life. <laughs> so what do you think about the characters? You started to mention the grandma. Um, what are, <laughs> the what's grandma your idea of the characters? Great. I liked her. It's like, it's like, Mom, what are you here for? Like, cholesterol. Cholesterol. <laughs> I thought it was good. Uh, let's, let's, we can uh, go over the voice cast just a bit. Okay. Uh, as Manalo, we have Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria was Zoe Zaldana. Joaquin was Channing Tatum, which 
Corey said that he hated Channing Tatum in this, and I was like, oh, no, that kind of hurts. So I was going in thinking this is going to be atrocious. Yeah. But then I'm like, I was out. I mean, I was like, oh, I mean, there was like only a couple parts where I could hear him as Channing Tatum. Yeah, it was kind of like. It was like um, at the beginning when he's like, hey, buddy, you know, how's yeah. you go? Marie's coming back. I'm like, okay, cool. That's There's Channing Tatum. And then right. it just stopped and he was Joaquin yeah. from then on. It was kind of like, what's his face as the Beatle in Kubo? Um McConaughey? Yeah, McConaughey. It's kind of like that where we went in with much trepidation, but it just worked. He kind of did a great job. Uh Ron Perlman as is it Zibova? Yeah. Z? We're going to Finn. do the Z. I don't know. Um Christina Applegate as uh oh, she's Mary Beth, the uh the lady at the beginning, the, the tour guide. The tour guide. Who yeah. is La Muerta? Yeah. Uh the Ice Cube <laughs> that part was the worst part like my, for me uh, yeah. that was the worst because i'm just like it. oh it's just ice cube yeah it's not candle maker it's just like oh that's ice cube yeah yeah i i don't know if, if people have problems with some of the casting choices since it's not a, a mexican cast um so he would be an example of that but i mean i thought he did an okay job uh katie del castillo uh, castillo 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 Mm -hmm. um as la muerta my boy hector (laughs) (laughs) you can't even say (laughs) it's hector elizondo i don't know who that is oh he's i'll show you a picture you know hector elizondo Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I've seen him in stuff. He is yeah. in everything. Like, yeah. Well, like another person everything. on the list, Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah, and then Danny Trejo. Yeah. There's. Uh, and then other people were in it. Lots of other people, yeah. So, but. Oh, yeah. Did you like the characters, though? Like, I think the voice acting was good. I mean, it wasn't the greatest I voice thought, cast ever. I thought ever. Diego Luna was good. Yeah, he was good. Um, Zoe Saldana. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't like a fan of Zoe Zeldana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked uh, La Muerta. I thought she was good. I thought Ron yeah. Perlman did really good. Yeah, he was good. Uh, he was a very Hades-esque character yeah, without I got being a, full Hades. I got a lot of Hades I thought from that, that was too, cool. yeah. Um, I think his experience um, on this may have informed some of his voice acting on, on Troll Hunters, Hunters because he yeah. then came in and played a great villain there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I didn't have a problem with Channing Tatum. I didn't either. I really I'm glad he didn't try to do an accent. But I like when he did I agree. Like, in, in the parts where he did speak Spanish, mm-hmm. he wasn't like Ola or anything right, like that. Exactly. He actually put on a little bit of an accent. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, th- I like it. Mm-hmm. It I mean, I think it works. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Since there, Ice since Cube was in... the worst. That was atrocious. I didn't Could feel we that not bad get about anybody it? else in there? <laughs> I don't care who. You could have uh, uh where was uh uh, uh, come on, uh, the dude from. The... I'm not in your head again. Uh, <laughs> he was Puss in Boots. Oh, um, Antonio Banderas. Uh, yeah, Banderas. Yeah, he could have been cool. I was thinking of other movies that were R-rated that I can't say. <laughs> you can say R-rated movies on here. You just can't be R-rated on here. I mean, you know, like Desperado. Yeah, there you go. Great <laughs> movie, by the way. Um, it is a. There's a great scene in that movie. <clears throat> um, an the... action scene. That's the one I'm talking about. The action scene. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the characters, aside from the voice acting, I think the characters in this are all pretty great. I don't have, I really don't have a problem with any of the characters in the story. 
Like, I think they all serve their purpose. There's a lot of them, but I think they all serve their purpose. The only problem I have is that there are so many characters. I feel like the the cast could have been yeah. distilled down a little bit because like we have to hear a lot of lines from the mariachi band, a lot of lines from other soldiers, a lot of lines from lots of benditos. And well, I mean, like, I, I think the only gets reason for the mariachis were, were for humor. And, you know, I hate that. I get it. I wish they would have just been physical humor, though, instead of dialogue humor. Yeah. Yeah. That so I, I agree. They weren't my favorite. Yeah, we've been to four bars. Ice. I'm like, really, Cheech? Is that what we're going to do? Okay, why not? He didn't write the script. I guess not, but still, I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, I... Let's do it. I, yeah, I wish they were more physical with their humor instead of dialogue humor. But other than that, I mean, I think there's great characters in this. I, yeah. I liked the... I mean, the character design is really cool. We'll talk about that later. But um, as far as each of their stories, they are very clearly defined... You understood the rules of, you know, honor and protecting the town and like everything's set up really well so that, you know, every character's role. So on that level, I thought it was good. I, I also did like how you knew who was going to win her affections from yeah, the first you pretty, scene. You pretty I'm just much like, did. yeah, I know. Yeah, it's Manalo. I got, yeah, he's got mm-hmm. this. He's got this in the bag. As long as he plays his cards right, he'll be mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was I love his guitar, too, with the mustache. It was really cool. And that one little, the one little fret that had the, uh, the heart. Didn't no, they, it had, didn't it have had a heart. Skull. Oh, it had a skull. It had a skull. Okay, cool. Yeah, the heart was on the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a cool guitar. It's so weird, like his character, and then him going to the land of the dead, and you know him being a guitar player, and his family doesn't want him to be. Like it's so Coco. Like you mean Coco is so Book well? Of yeah, the dead. exactly, exactly. And I. I need to look it up, but I remember seeing something from Guillermo del Toro when Coco was announced. Like, he put out this thing like, hey, we don't see this as a copy. Like, we're excited to see what they come up with. We're, you know, we're all on board and support Pixar and what they're doing. So, I don't – he was trying to express that they didn't feel, like, infringed upon or, like, they're trying to come in and, like, better them or something. So, hopefully it's different enough. Do you think that's why this took so long to come out? Maybe I don't I know. Mean, when did this get announced? Because Coco's Coco been in was announced for a long time. Two expos ago. So two expos ago. So four years ago. I think. Yeah, I think it was announced in the 2013 expo. So, I mean, yeah, that means Book of and the all Dead it was been... was just the the font Coco. Coco. That's all so, we yeah, had. Book of the Dead would have probably had mm-hmm. be wrapping up production. Yeah, because I saw, and then they came out, and then it's like, oh. Maybe we wait on this, yeah, and then we don't see anything for a while. It was Lee Unkirk who's he's doing po- um, Coco, and um, he tweeted out yesterday like some timeline thing that showed when he made the first post announcing that they were starting Coco, and it was like one thousand two hundred and something days. So however many years that is, that's got to be like three and a half, four three, years. Yeah. So there you go. That's how long they've been in production. And so, I mean, they were obviously aware of Book of Life. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating, it's, though. It's, it's Hollywood. Everybody's aware of everything, especially sure. big studios. Sure, sure. So I'm interested to see how different they are. It'll be neat to do a cartoon cafe and kind of do a compare and contrast with this one. I hope it's different enough. What I love is that they both really play on that orange color, which goes back to... Yeah, uh, the- th- that's one of the things I'm like, Coco, man. 
<laughs> I I don't know what you're doing because you I mean I what? mean the whole like the whole bit with the pedals and everything yeah. at the end of this and seeing everything for Coco I'm just oh. like yeah well this, that this is gonna be really really close well that goes back to the marigold the marigold is the like official flower okay. for dia de muerto okay, so all that. of the altars and okay, all of then, the parade floats okay. and all of the decorations always revolve around that orange marigold so that's like that's as long as that's the the proper thing to be using as long as coco's like family isn't a bunch of bullfighters <laughs> like you know matadors i, mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility we could be okay. Yeah. It seems like it's not going quite that same way, but there are a lot of similarities lot from of what similarities. we've seen so far. Uh, no dog in this one, so maybe the dog we will be the differentiator. Oh, we do have a pig, so same diff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really cute pig. It reminded me of Waddles a little bit because when it was, it was a baby, really but then they chubby. gave it a voice, and I was like, it kind of had a weird what are you doing? voice. Um, you mentioned families though, and I want to mention this because I think a huge part of the story is very much one of my favorite things about, um, Mexican and Hispanic culture is their family units. And I love seeing how, um, Mexican families work and they, and it makes sense why they do this whole Dia de Muertos thing because they're their family is their most important thing and remembering their family and honoring their family is hugely important. But I love how you see time and time again, um, families, just big families that they just revel in that family unit and they love each other and they support each other. And, you know, it's just such a cool thing. And I think they exemplified that in this movie really well. I just wanted to get that in there. Yeah. Let's so, go into design. really good. Design. Okay, let's go into the artwork. So I mentioned the color. The color palette in this movie is insane. I adore it. It's like candy on the screen. It is very nice. It's It's very pleasing to look at. One of the most colorful movies I've ever seen. And but they chose them so wisely. All of the colors fit together. Even colors that you wouldn't assume would fit together. It's just so vibrant and beautiful, especially when he gets down to the land of the remembered and it's like, it's crazy fiesta time and it's almost all like all of the colors went up a notch and became neon. It's, uh, I, I love it. I love looking at it. And then we get to the environmental design and the character design. I loved the textures. Everything is so exquisitely textured in this movie. The lighting is so warm and rich. The town of, Angelito, is that where it, what it's called? Saint San Angelo. I can't remember. Something about Angel. I can't remember right now. The town sitting on the the little hill, like it is. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the town in Box Trolls, that's up on that hill, like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just really cool. I love the look of it. I love all the buildings and places you can go, and I feel like you could explore that town for a long time. And then the texture goes right into the characters as, you know, the story's being told with little wooden dolls. So all the characters are like these cool, exquisitely carved and decorated and painted wooden dolls. Yeah. And like you said, the, the grains in the wood create lines in their faces. And you see like the color on them looks like it was painted on them mm-hmm. and little metals attached for the military men and, and little gold, you know, fancy little frilly things for the bullfighters. And I just 
thought it was so exquisite and rich and full of things to look at. And I, I loved looking at it. Now I have one major exception here. I really do not like the look of any of the today footage. Oh, the, ki- the, the kids the that pull kids. up in the in the bus and the tour guide and the room that they go into in the museum with all the Mexican stuff is cool, but even the tour guide, like the character design there is awful. It looks like it was done 10 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't look like it was rendered as well. And maybe they did that on purpose to juxtapose it with the lushness of everything else. That would make sense. But I, I hate it. Anytime they, because they're kind of doing that Princess Bride storytelling thing yeah. where they jump back into the grandpa reading to his kid kind of thing. And anytime they did it, it was so jarring to me. I, I did not like the look of those kids, the kid with the bangs down over his eyes. I was that like, kid annoyed come me. on, like, you don't even look like you have. I like I like the roller skating Asian girl. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, she's just that she roller, was on roller she's skates. roller skating the whole time. She's like, <laughs> That's hilarious. That's yeah, me. that was my only problem. I I really didn't like them. And then the little girl from. Uh, oh yeah, from that um, <laughs> other twentieth century. Yeah, yeah, Catstone <laughs> Dance. It did look girl. like her. I was trying to think of who it reminded me of. That's exactly it. So I, I like that device. Like I said, it reminded me of Princess Bride, you know, jumping back and forth to the storyteller and then back into the story. It would, I think it would have been better if it was live action. It might have been, yeah. If it was live action, it probably would have been... Kind of yeah, like Lego Ninjago. But then I don't... But they couldn't have done that thing at the end. They could have. It would have... I don't know. They could have. Could they have? Yeah, they could have. I think they could have. <laughs> it would have been challenging. Anyway, I uh, I didn't like the look of them. But the look of everything else was just spectacular. The lighting, you know, even when we come to the actual animation of it, the way that they moved, the action, the interplay between characters when they touched each other, when they punched each other, everything felt like it was actually making contact and was actually affecting the things around them. And I have huge respect for that because that's the one thing, the the first and foremost challenge of animation is to give things life and to make it look like they're actually interacting with the world they're in. And man, I, I think they did a great job with that. So lastly, we need to talk about the music. This might there be the a, only other spot where we have problems. There I were think. a lot of covers. Ah. <sighs> I'm like, did you guys really do Radiohead? They did Radiohead. Did you guys really have Diego Luna sing Radiohead? Yeah. Like, they did right. Bismarcky. They did. I mean, look, I I didn't like that. I didn't like their well, musical here's, here's choices. The thing. With Fox, they got money. I get that they got money. I just don't think they fit. I don't think that. Uh, I really wish they would have like, done the songs that the songs that he wrote for uh-huh. uh, that uh, Manolo wrote for Maria mm-hmm. that he sings yeah. those are good those are fine yeah now but though but I, I don't know doing the covers the covers is not good right. I didn't like the covers so were some of those original because I assumed just because I, ass- I didn't know them but I, because of the other ones I assumed they were all covers no I think the ones that when he was just singing by himself mm-hmm. I don't think any of those were covers. Yeah. I think those were all written for this movie. Well, except when she's walking across the bridge, he's singing um, 
Well, yeah, he also um, sings. He also sings. I'm a creep by myself, but or I right. think it's just creep. Yeah, it's just creep. I mean, that's no. I mean, I so mean, the like, one the, the when one, he's like the one when below he's her like, balcony. Yeah, like when he's like serenading her. Uh, okay, that's other yeah. than the one on the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I didn't like it. There's only like two of them that he sings mm-hmm. that you feel like are original. That I feel like are original. Uh, we should look at that and, and see then, if they I guess are. The end. I I don't feel like any of them were really had any good singing voices so i don't know that singing was the right choice here and if it was well he's i wish he's, it was he's done a singer so it makes less. sense yeah I, I get that but i think diego de luna did bad in a lot of movies they bring in a singing voice i hate that though why sometimes it doesn't fit you but can... most of the time it it's okay like uh, people don't if they're actually a lot of singing times though when you you can tell and it draw it pulls me out like there's a lot of older disney stuff that they do that and i'm like mm-hmm. checked out see this i don't not, this is not what they sound like i don't have as much of a problem with that because i feel like if you're a good singer when you're singing you don't sound like you do when you're talking because it's it's such a different skill and so i don't have as much well, of I mean, a problem I, I with know, it i know accents usually go away when yeah. you sing but so like when simba sings i don't have a problem that it's not christian bale or whoever who did Christian it, Bale. Who was it? Why did I think Christian Bale? Who is Matthew it? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. See, that pulls me out because I I listen to that. And I'm like, he doesn't sound anything like Simba. He sounds so good though. Uh, he can sound fine, <laughs> but he doesn't sound like Simba. Okay. Well, this is another tangent, but I feel like same thing with Hercules. Ah, oh, he's so good. Yeah, but doesn't sound like Hercules. I think it does. I think they did a good voice match on that one. Mm. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. All right. Brad Kane and uh, uh, Wiener. What's his name? <laughs> Weiner. <laughs> Who's that voice actor that speaks Aladdin? Wiener. <laughs> that was in Metropolis. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. His name? Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that, that, like stuff like that. That pulls me out. I'm just like, uh, just let them. If, if they can sing, just let them sing. Who cares mm-hmm. if it's good? I mean... It's unless you're Disney and you're like, we have to have number one blockbuster hits on our hands. So therefore, we have well, to bring in these expensive singers. I, I That is sometimes true. But what I'm saying here, though, is I didn't feel like any of them was a good singer, first of all. Second of all, I thought they made bad song choices. I thought they should have. Everything else was so authentic. Why not make the music authentic, too, and not pander? I, I felt like that's what they were doing. I wish they would have done, you know, Mexican songs, you know, something that had a little more authenticity to it that was in keeping with everything else. It it that, don't they sing Ave Maria that's at one what, point? Yeah, when not, she's leaving at the train station. Ave Maria. They think, I think they say goodbye, goodbye or Maria. farewell, Maria. Yeah, the nuns. I could do without the nuns. <laughs> the, the nuns were great. Uh, I'm glad you like the nuns. They didn't really do much for me, but. I don't know. When he starts singing Creep, I mean, that just catapulted me yeah, right out. Yeah, that was a bit weird. I was so, like, oh, I can appreciate that singing it's, this song by yourself. Yeah, and I, I can appreciate that it was him singing, so you didn't have that, oh, that's another singer. But just what he's singing, that, no. No, I got a major problem with the songs in this because I, I just didn't think they fit with the authenticness of the rest of the movie. So the score I thought was pretty good. It you know it was it was decent yeah. it wasn't anything to write home about but I didn't have any problems with the score it was just those songs that they sang Ugh. 
All right, let's go ahead and rank Pass this. It. All right, let's do it. Uh, you first this time. Oh yeah, you did take a big. I was thanks. I take a big drink. I was like, talk. <laughs> You're um, practicing ventriloquy. I was just giving you a chance. Ventriloquy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it four different finds. Four. Whew. That's pretty high. Top raise. Um. I think it's better than Coco. <laughs> so far, I agree because it's a whole movie. I think I'm gonna give this one a. No, I really did like it. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you and give oh. it a four. I'm surprised. I'm as surprised as anybody because, like I said, I I could not get through it the sometimes, first time. Sometimes that's all you need is you need yeah. a you know a fur like when you start it, you may not be in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. You're just like this is trash. Yeah, and then you watch it again, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever made. <clears throat> right, which probably is the. That what has happened to you every time you've watched the Pixar movie, you've just been in the wrong mindset. No, I've seen them all. <laughs> That's the thing. See, here's the thing. You guys only, you and Cloud CityCast only think I've seen like four Pixar no, movies I, ever. I didn't I've say, seen like all of them. I know. Except I was, like two. I was, I was trying to make a joke here that that has happened every single time you've watched the Pixar well, no, movie. No, it's just because they're garbage. That's not true. Oh, no. Hate the mail for Josh. Don't you don't care. get hate mail. I w- no one sends me hate mail. I wish people would send me hate mail. <laughs> no one does. No one sends me anything. I'm just like send all your complaints to Josh, and I just like I just wait. All right, haters out I'm there. Like, I'm like, come on, where is what's, it? What's your oh, Gmail, Adam? What's your Gmail? Throw it out I there. Just send it to animationstation at gmail.com. Right. Animation Station. I'm the. It. I'm also the only one that replies to any of our stuff because you don't care. You're the social yeah, media, social media guy. <laughs> responder guy. I'm the sit over here and be awesome and entertaining guy. When does that start? We're 60 ep- 62 episodes in. Are you going to My contract says start on episode 75. So oh, okay, this okay. is all so practice. We're almost, we're almost ready for good quality, guys. <laughs> all right, time for a top 5. Uh, let's do it. And now for another top 5. All right. So this week on our top 5 we are going to do another thing similar to what we did a couple episodes ago where we're going to have a topic and we've brought our ideas to the table and we're just going to kind of generate a top five, argue it out, and make a top five. So basically, Gavin and I are going to pitch mm-hmm. what we want on a top five. Right. And the topic today is fantasy properties, which we want to see done as either animated movies or animated series. Now, Corey was also a part of this when we made the list during our production meeting. However, since he is not here, next week he will have, I don't know, like five minutes to <laughs> um, pitch us why these sh- like yeah, his why choices. one or more of his should have made the list. Exactly. We can't argue them for you, Corey. Sorry. Because I've not seen them. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, we can go back and forth here. I... I kind of feel like Harry Potter is the front runner, but do you want to start with one? Uh, yeah, I want to start with uh, Dreams and Shadows. Okay. By Robert Cargill. All right. Um, it is a, it's a book series. He's got two out right now, and then the third one is on its way. All right. Um, basically, it focuses on this kid named Colby, and he meets a djinn named Yasher, and Yasher's like, okay, I'll give you, you know, like, whatever you want, kid, you get a wish. Everybody gets one. Um, like Spider-Man and Family Guy, everybody gets one. <laughs> um, so Colby's like, I wish to be able to 
see fairies and go on like go on these adventures like i want you to show me you know magic Mm -hmm. and so he's like this little like six-year-old kid at the time and so yasher's like really you don't want that like it's bad like magic is not fun and so because like we see like the harry potter magic and blah 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 blah, but we don't see like the other side of magic because with uh all of yasher's stuff since he's a djinn he is like there's always a price so oh, okay someone wants a uh they want a puppy and so they get a puppy but then you know yasher leaves puppy runs out into the road puppy's dead okay so there's always a like uh they want uh this one person wants their family to be rich family becomes rich then something happens family loses all their money dad kills the mom kids an orphan now so like there's dark sides Jeez. to everything okay um so colby you know wishes to do this yeah she tries to talk him out doesn't really work and then like we meet all of the he meets this other kid named ewan who named after ewan mcgregor that's great <laughs> from train spotting i think that's the part really yeah <laughs> um so it's set today it's set today okay yeah. got it it's set in austin oh tejas yeah, I know where Austin is. Uh, thank you. Good. Didn't Austin, Massachusetts. Austin, Massachusetts. Set in Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I absolutely love the book series. We get to meet fallen angels, all of the angels, like mainly Beltran. Uh, uh, Be- Beltran? Be- I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's like, since angels are, you know, they fall from heaven, like they know what heaven is like and they can't get back there. So they just, they're just drunks all the time because they're like, well, this just sucks. Yeah. Um, we meet them. We meet, you know, Yasher, he's a djinn. Uh, we meet red caps, so little goblins. We meet fairies. It is, and it's a, they're dark books. There is they a, sound they're dark. They're very dark books. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that whole entire series. So what do you envision it being, like, what kind of a vehicle do you envision for this? A series or a, oh, it like a mini to, series? It would have to be a series. Like a trilogy of movies? You think I, a full I, series? I want a series. I would like a series. I would like a, a like twelve episodes to go over one book. Oh, okay. I would like them to be the forty-five minute episodes. Like I, I want, Ooh. I want to go all in with this mm-hmm. because we have so much story that it's ah. Just read the books. They're right there, Gavin. Just, they're right there. Oh, okay. Just read them. Done. I have them on audiobook. You can listen to them while you're at work. I can't. Why? I can't listen and work. That's your fault. I I I have to answer phones, so I can't listen to work. Yeah, whatever, loser. I also don't believe that I can work with the same quality when I listen to things, so I don't. Can you draw and listen to audiobooks? Wah, wah, wah. No, I will miss the book. I, I'll it'll an hour will go by and I won't have heard anything. Fine. So, but yeah, I want Dreams <laughs> and Shadows. You're so disappointed. Yeah, it hurts inside. Uh, that's all right. You won't read all of my books either. Maybe. You've not written a book. No, you know, all the books on my shelf. I got some wicked basketball history books, which I can loan you. Yeah, see? Now I'm disappointed. Um, is it my turn? Sure. <laughs> my, I think the one that I'm going to pick here, uh, for me, okay, we've we've got Harry Potter on our list. And I honestly feel like that's kind of an obvious choice, just to take one of those books and make it into an animated thing, or maybe like a spinoff. I think that'd be amazing. But... 
I'm going to do a novel that came out probably about 10 years ago now called Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. And I know that they made a TV show on BBC of it. I don't know how far along they are. I don't, I don't Let's know. See, it's BBC, so assuming they they go with their current format, they're probably three seasons in with a total of like seven episodes. Yeah, that that follows. So the the thing about this book is it's kind of like you're talking about where it's set in our world, but magic is an actual thing. Yeah. And in this case, it's much more of like a historical novel. So it's set during the Napoleonic Wars uh, between England and France. And it's basically... Fun Napoleonic Wars fact. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Duke of Wellington. Uh-huh. Uh, I will give you $1 if you can tell me the name of his horse. You've done this before. I have done this before. And it's oh, something that what you is should it? never forget once you hear it. I know. Horsey McHorse face. Nope. Dang, I was so close. Think I'm about sure. chew. About chew? Like tobacco chew? Yeah, think about chew. Uh, it's the leading brand. Oh, I've got no idea. Copenhagen. Oh. Yeah. I would never the Duke have of guessed Wellington's that. Horse in his name, blah, 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 blah. Horse's name <laughs> during the Battle of Waterloo mm-hmm. was Copenhagen. Nice. Okay, I will try and remember that. There's your bring, history lesson. Bring it up everybody. in like another 40 episodes. We'll see if I still remember it. Copenhagen. Anyway, so it's basically a couple of English magicians like starting to research and like play with the ideas of can we actually make magic uh, a useful tool and give it a practical application in these wars. And so, you know, it kind of goes from there. So it's really about these two magicians and some of the politics of the time and, and, you know, some of the things that were going on in Europe at the time. And I think it's a really cool, fascinating uh, way to like retell that segment of history. And I think it would make a fantastic movie for me. I feel like the book itself is kind of in three main segments. So I would like to see it as a trilogy of movies. And I think it would, I don't know who I would have, animate it i mean if like cartoon saloon and those guys tom moore got involved in it i think he would be amazing because he's got such a good connection with you know that part of the world and you know some of the history of it oh yeah i didn't even Uh, say what type of i think it'd be really cool genre i wanted for years yeah i think an anime would probably work better for this yeah i think for that format it would definitely So anyway, I, that that's my first pick is Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. I think it could be really cool. Um, I think it would have to be a pretty serious movie, though. There's no like humor in it at all. Um, there's not even a whole lot of action in it. So I think it would be a pretty... In my mind, like if I had it my way, it'd be at least PG-13 um, and a serious I want more serious animated movies. I just do. I feel like there's a market for it. I want it to happen. I want to do... It's a webcomic called Newman. Oh. I want it to be animated. Okay. I absolutely love it. He's basically... uh, He's a gnome. Oh. Okay. Um, So, I mean, he's... You know, little little gnomey guy. But he falls in love with a drow, which is a dark elf. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's basically a cop. For, I can't remember what it's called. They're 
detective agent or their their police force but he's like a detective is it like in this just fantasy realm yeah it's, oh, okay. it's, it's all fantasy okay and he uh gets stuck with uh you know her as a partner this drow mm-hmm. and he's just like oh, i hate this like i don't need a, <laughs> it's one of those like very like i don't need another partner right type things mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a buddy cop drama and then they fall in love and then just hijinks ensue it's fantastic that's awesome i it's by Josh Ulrich, and mm-hmm. if you would like to download the uh, crap uh, vamp, so is download there... webtoon. <laughs> yes, uh, I didn't have to vamp. Yeah, you didn't have to vamp. <laughs> um, yeah download webtoon, um, and you can you know watch. Is that an Read app? all of it there. Is that it's, an app? Yeah, uh, it's it's an app. Uh, you can go to their website. Okay. Uh, basically, you just go there, and you can you know it's like. All kinds of web comics oh, from gotcha. all kinds of crazy people. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know, download it. I have like, I'm subscribed to like nine web comics, and their stuff like comes out like sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, hmm. sometimes every other couple days. Nice. It's really good stuff. Nice. Is it? It sounds like it's comical. Yes, is it, it is. It is hilarious. So it's like fantasy meets a buddy cop comedy. Yeah, and there's oh, that's and cool. there's a lot of. Uh, like there's a lot of video game references. There's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons references because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like that world. Got it. Um, but yeah, it's there's magic involved. There they did this one episode where they uh, like this one like arc where they went and these guys were doing um, like some like ghost hunters reality show, mm-hmm. and then they show up and they're like, "What are you guys doing here?" We're like. We're the security. De- what are you doing here? <laughs> and it kind of turned into like that episode of the X Files. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, but those those guys died at the end. So spoiler. And they're like, oh, well, spoiled. Sucks for them. That's basically what it is. Like they've seen a lot of stuff, so they're like, huh, dragon, eh? They're hardened. <sighs> Hate dragons. Nice yeah, stuff like that. It's great. Well, that's cool. I like it. How's the artwork in the comic? Is uh, it good? It's good. Yeah. Um, so what kind of a style do you think this would be i i'm kind of almost picturing like a like a t like a domestic tv cartoon kind of style like cartoon networky kind of stuff um i could see it on cartoon network but i think it would probably be a little like adult bit, swim yeah i could see it being on adult swim yeah that could be cool yeah and honestly oh. i think you just keep the 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 art style like if you yeah just, if you scroll up it kind of the it kind of reminds me it's not the same like design style but the same execution as like archer almost yeah, yeah. where it's if you, yeah, if you scroll up or light. scroll down you can see more mm-hmm. but yeah just just like that i think it is great very cool so like, like he since he's a gnome gnomes you know always like they always have beards mm-hmm. like i think it says in there that he shaves like every hour yeah something like that <laughs> something ridiculous like i have to shave all the time <laughs> amazing this looks really good yeah it's good dude i'm i support it i think I that's wish a you good would do a web comic well i don't have the stories i can do... i can write your stories all right we'll get on it now well, well you know <laughs> what do we want to write what you want to draw um good question we'll look, talk look later for the official animation station comic we could yeah coming soon we could do uh, my wheelie and hover duck those characters i hate those characters Let's okay we won't do those characters then we'll do me you and Corey as cartoons i hate those characters yeah they're terrible all right i really only have one other one that i'm pitching for on this list 
and that is the His Dark Materials trilogy. Did you read those books? No, I don't know what those are. The Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, and the Amber Spyglass. There's a bear in Golden Compass. Yes, there is. And they made a pretty lame movie of, of that first one. I remember when we had that movie, there was a lot of people that wanted us to boycott that movie. Yeah, because some organization said that Philip Pullman killed God in that yeah, something book. Like that. But um, first of all, if you're a kid reading that, because they were all worried about the kids, obviously they're always worried about the kids. Um, Was it a no kid? Moms? No kid on the planet would have read that into that book. Like you would have. You it's a stretch to. Anyway, I don't want to get off on that, but. But this is the it is part. it is now this isn't saying much because I'm not a big fantasy guy. This is this has been duly noted, but it is my favorite fantasy literature I've ever read. It's fan freaking tastic. I think it's gripping. It's I mean I think you would really like it. It's a young boy, a young girl, um, like teenage age. And they have a fantasy be care- adventure. Be careful when you say I like young boys and young girls. Maybe you know what I mean. Kinda... You know what I mean. I know. You like stories of young love. You do. Well, and then we're going to keep digging that grave. Okay, Gavin. I'm not saying you want to go out and, you know. Nope, just stop there. All right. I'm so not... Golden Compass, there's a bear, right? <laughs> uh, yes, a big fuzzy bear. Anyway, I think it is, it's filled with adventure. It almost crosses a science fiction line in some ways, which is probably why i like it a lot but uh i think it would make a fantastic series of movies i would like to see feature films of each of them animated and i would like to see it done um cg and i would like it to be you know just kind of a very rich textured environment kind of like what we saw in book of life today um but you know obviously with a different art style I, I think it could be fantastic. I the when I read, if a book really conjures up a lot of imagery for me, then that sticks with me, and I feel like okay, that's something I'd like to see visualized on screen. Most of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, when I read something, I'm happy with it as a book, and I never have a desire for it as anything else. I'm weird that way. But this is one that I thought as I read it, oh, this would make a fantastic series of movies. So I am I'm I'm pitching that one hard. Like that one I feel like is a must on this list. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pander. Okay. Um from twentieth century Fox, I was incorrect. Disney just does the uh the book distribution. Um uh, from twentieth century Fox, they did a live action version. Two movies, I believe, that mm-hmm. were, eh. First one wasn't as bad as the second one, but the second one was not good, even though it had Nathan Fillion. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Percy Jackson series. Oh. I would love to see the Percy Jackson series animated. How many movies did they do? Two. That's it? Are they I making more? I think they went past two. Oh. I think Sea of Monsters was the last one that Are they, they like did. done because yeah, they didn't do they, well? they were not good. Yeah. Well, they, oh, they also did that thing where they're like, okay, well, so we have the books, right? Yeah. Do we want to just kind of like pick and choose what we want from the books? Yeah. Oh. Do we also want to make the kids like way older than they should be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, so, tried, they tried to go for a different demographic. Mm-hmm. 
kind of sucks. Were they they weren't going for the Harry Potter demographic? They weren't going for the Harry Potter demographic. They were like, okay, I mean, I mean, like younger children demographic. Oh, they were they didn't go for like, let's make the kids ten. Mm-hmm. I think I think that they're like twelve. Um, at the start of the first book. Let's make maybe eleven. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I think it's twelve. Uh, let's make them twelve. Start of the first books instead of like that's that's what happens in the books and then we grow up because i think then when it percy reaches 18 that's when like it all kicks off mm-hmm. prophecies sounds like harry potter yeah so like we could start with that or we could just go ahead and make them like look like cast 18 year olds <laughs> <laughs> like be like you're 16 be like mm, no nope. uh, no so like the last what five years of saved by the bell when they're all like 20 something yeah before they decide <laughs> Should we just put them in college <laughs> <laughs> for ten years? For ten years, yeah. Uh, so nice. yeah, I would love for the Percy Jackson series to be animated. Now, style-wise, ooh, part of me wants two D, but then there's another part of me that's like, I think it would probably be better as like a Troll Hunters, mm-hmm. like a CG type thing. Well, in a way, me. we kind of have Percy Jackson with Troll Hunters. It's kind of similar. I mean, they use a lot no, more does, like does mythological Jim, characters. Does Jim have something a uh, some sort of magical sword that will, if he throws it away, will just come back to him? Yes, a he little does. Bit. He yeah. does. Mm-hmm. He has. Yeah, Percy has a pin that. Does that. <laughs> it's a ballpoint pin. He pulls it out, and it's a sword. Nice. Um, so in in that world, the, the a, pen is exactly as a, mighty as the sword. Pretty much. Yes, <laughs> I think. They make a yeah. Think about that. So clever. Does does Troll Hunters have a goofy sidekick friend? Yes, it does. Okay. Does Troll Hunters have a really smart female companion that we kind of think is kind of cold, like is kind of just like indifferent to the main character, but then starts to like the main character as the series progresses? Yes, we do. Okay, well then yeah, maybe Troll Hunters. Nice. But I want Percy Jackson because <laughs> I want the Greek gods in. Oh man, I can't wait for Troll Hunters. Season two. Yeah. It's soon, exactly. November. Uh, uh my last one. Yeah, go ahead. I want critical role. So you want eight thousand hours of animated footage. Well, no, because I because we t- we talked about this when we when we did it. Because like with D and D, whenever there's like the fights that we have, like uh like when we fight a boss and it mm-hmm. takes an hour. Mm-hmm. That all is taking place between one minute. Oh, okay. So you're just want you want it to be I'd the like, actual I, story of the game that they yes. do on Critical Role, and none of the actual exposition or like the actual people sitting around the table. Yeah, talking. I don't. I, I don't. You want just the want the actual around. timeline of the game. Correct. Oh, I, I think it okay. would be cool, like if we start off, you know, um, you know, they're sitting around like in the opening credits. Like say we have them sitting around the table and then they it like dives into mm-hmm. and then we have them animated. Or kind of like we had with Book of Life and things like Princess Bride, maybe at moments you could jump back out and have them like talking about or reacting to what just happened or something and then it goes back in. Like if they just make an epic kill, all of a sudden it cuts back out and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, we did it and then it goes right back in. Like, See, that, that could be would, cool. That would be cool. And it would be really cool because, I mean, they already have the audio from voice actors that yeah. have done this. Mm-hmm. And and they're all voice actors anyway, so if they have to re-record anything, 
you got voice actors. Like every single one of those people is a voice actor. That could be cool. It would I, be pretty I cool. Could, and I, I think it would be with that. even better because I because I me mean, Matt Mercer, he does the narration. He's like, you come into this place and blah, 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 blah. So we don't really have to say, be like, you come into still, like you, you go into Whitestone and there's buildings here and buildings. There's like, you can just like show the buildings. But Matt, as the DM, he voices all of the NPC characters. Right. So that's even better because he does male characters, female characters, kids, which is great because, I mean, you could literally have, like, a bunch of Matt Mercers just all talking at the same time. <laughs> like, I, that's what I want. For crowd noise, I would just want a bunch of Matt Mercer just talking and talking mm-hmm. and talking, mm-hmm. and that's just the crowd noise. Like, <laughs> and then they, they talk about, like, you ever notice that a lot of these people like all sound the same? Like I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't cast anybody else. Yeah. Like I wouldn't bring in like person to play, you know, somebody, other person to play somebody. I'd be like, "No, Matt Mercer plays everybody. He plays all of the NPCs because that is critical role." That could be awesome. I think that's you know, when you guys first mentioned that, I was like, oh, "I don't I don't see this." But now that you've re-explained yeah, it, cause the, I think the, it could be really fun. Cuz the story of Critical and like in all the little parts that I've shown you that they've done like there's been some animated stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um which some of it's really good. Mm-hmm. But it's also like if that just think if that was a series, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I think that's a good pick. Um Harry Potter just we're not even going to rank it because, I mean, why isn't it yet? Yeah, really, I think it would have been better as an animated movie all along. I, well, I, th- I thought they were good until about... Somewhere between four and five... Order of the Phoenix. When they lost their robes and they all went into yeah. an Abercrombie and Fitch ad. Then yeah, it was that's, like... that's eh. five. Because like, at the end of four, I mean, at four, they're all still wearing robes. Mm-hmm. Harry's got long hair. And we're good. Yeah. And then we go into Order of the Phoenix, and they're all wearing... They've ditched the robes entirely. Yeah. And Harry's got short hair, which yeah. he never had in the books. And I'm just sitting there like, really, Daniel Ratcliffe? Yeah. Why? And Why it's did, like... Did you want this? Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't like how they... I mean, like, he's all ripped, and he's wearing, like, super cool clothes. Like, these are... Bunch of nerds, like they are. They're serious nerds. Yeah, they wouldn't. This no, this not, none of this works for me. I think that's where I stopped. Was five. I didn't see the last three movies at all. But I think animated man, it could be spectacular. Yeah, even if they just did like the Adventures of Harry Potter as a series, and they just gave us like get the Adventures key, of Harry Potter storylines or Weasley. That would yeah, be better. That could be cool or. The and then have like little cut scenes of the Weasley twins and like just playing pranks and stuff. Like I mean, you could have you could have so much fun with it. But see, that would be cool. Like if if we have no, what would be fantastic is if we do Harry Potter. Okay, imagine if you will, <laughs> we do. I'm using hands. <laughs> yeah, I can see. <laughs> if we do Harry Potter, but we so it's an animated Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. But it's done like Parks and Rec. So they're all off doing their Harry Potter-ness. Mm-hmm. But they're all like looking at the camera the whole time. And like you're a, a kid. <laughs> so like you're there. It's like you're sharing it with them. Right. So when they like look at the thing, they're like, like when April looks at the camera. Mm-hmm. Or Ben is like, 
what? And just like looks at you. You're like, yeah, I know, Ben. I've never seen a cartoon do that. They would haven't, that translate? Which I think would be great. I'm trying to think if a cartoon looked at me, if I would have the same kind of reaction that I do to shows like Parks and Rec. I don't know because we've never had that before. Interesting thought. Interesting. I don't know that Harry Potter is the right vehicle for that, but I see. I, th- I, I think just, it could I be just cool. Think, well, I mean, with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or we could just call it Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, they're there. Yeah. But we're not like, you're right. Maybe we don't do all of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, it's see, just, like uh, them hanging out in the common room or whatever. Yeah. And... Stuff like, and, and we go through all of Harry Potter. So it's mm-hmm. just like a bunch of, like a bunch of group. Maybe, maybe we just do a bunch of Hufflepuffs. We just yeah. say, screw it. We just show a bunch of Hufflepuffs. Yeah. And then they'll just be like, how come Gryffindor like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> they never get in trouble. <laughs> I mean, what the heck, guys? <laughs> Remember when they, like, stunned the classmate? What the heck was up with that? <laughs> they broke into places, out, uh, skipped curfew. Right. And then they get awards? <laughs> what happened? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Gryffindor exposed tonight on Hogwarts News. Might as well. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and they're just, cool. and they're just like... I. What do we have to do, guys? Mm. Remember when we were winning the House Cup and then they get like a million points at the end of the night? Yeah. And it's like at the award ceremony, they just all get like a million points. And we're just like, oh, okay, well, I guess we've lost now. But we were winning the whole entire year. And then Harry, like, I don't know tripped over Voldemort's shoe and caused Snape to sneeze and he gets he gets a hundred points to Gryffindor I don't see that would be hilarious oh uh, that's hilarious yeah I think man. April would be a I wouldn't Ravenclaw no I would I would want to put her in Slytherin but then I don't think, I don't she think would be, though. but I think she would be more Hufflepuff because she wouldn't want to be in any of the houses yeah that's true yeah Andy's totally He's Gryffindor. Yeah. He's just dumb. Absolutely. He's a dumb jock, which is a Gryffindor. That's yeah, what they much. all are. Pretty much. Yeah. I should know. I took the punter quiz. <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> You're Gryffindor? I'm a Gryffindor. Nice. Which is weird. I, I didn't want Gryffindor. I tried to get Hufflepuff. You, the, the quiz is too smart for you. It is. You can't sway it. I tried to sway. I'm like, I want to get Hufflepuff. And then it's like, You're a Gryffindor. I'm like, oh. All right. Dang it. Well, back to our topic at hand. I think all these are good ideas. What uh, is there any other thing you specifically want to pitch for, or should we go ahead and try and form this into a top five? Um, we currently have six that we've pitched. The I think the Night Angel trilogy is pretty good. What's that? Uh, basically, dude's an assassin. It's a little oh, okay. little kid. He gets uh, orphan off the street. Uh, basically, one of my uh, oh Brian Weeks, right? Brent Weeks. Brent Weeks. Yeah, uh, one of my D and D characters actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, named after him. Um. Yeah, so I mean, kid like orphan mm-hmm. gets adopted by this master assassin because the master assassins are basically like like Durzo and I can't remember the other guy's name. He's like, "Hey, I bet I can train an apprentice better than you." Be like, "Nah." So they both get apprentices. So he gets uh, the other dude gets a female apprentice, like a little girl, and then he gets you know Kyler, who's a little boy. And that's that's what happens. So they hmm. grow up, but then they they love each other. So oh, they fall of course, in like course. you do. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what kind of a? Oh, how would you like to see that? And it's very dark and 
very gory. So there's Lots romance and it's dark. Um, that's weird for you. What uh, what kind of an animation style would you see that in? Uh, that one would have to be anime too. Anime. Anime. Okay. You can't two D cartoon it. Like Critical Role would be hilarious as a two D. Newman would be great as a two D. Um, what were some of the other things I said? Dreams and Shadows. Dreams and Shadows would be CG, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Percy Jackson would be CG. Oh right. And then I would say like these these darker ones, like these darker books. I say do them in an anime style. Okay. Oh, I forgot you said Newman. Golly, we've got Newman. a lot here. All right, Dude, so your your mine. only other one was Rift War. Is that going to break into the top five, you think? Um, I would love the Rift War saga to be in there, but it's an older series by Raymond Feist that I mm-hmm. don't know that a lot of people have read. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Yeah. But if you just did like The Magician and The Magician Apprentice as a movie, I think it would be pretty good. Because mm-hmm. it was originally one book, but it's like, ooh, that's a lot of paper. Split it. <laughs> so that's nice. what they did. All right. Well, let's get down to nitty gritty here. What do you feel like there's one that definitely stands out amongst the rest? We're not putting Harry Potter on the list. It's just understood? It's just understood. Okay. Harry Potter, Kling Kling, King of the Rim Ram Room. Um, you were pretty... I liked your um, arguments for critical role. Of the ones you pitched, that's the one I'm most interested what in. What about Newman? Oh, yeah, Newman. That, I think I think, I think Newman, Newman would be... That's really good. I see. Um, a Newman would, and Newman's the one that I can see them doing first. Like, the other ones, they're probably not going to do critical role, mm-hmm. maybe... But Newman, I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, I feel like I'm less interested in Percy Jackson just because I feel like it's it's not unique enough. Like, I feel like it's we've seen it with Harry Potter. We've seen it with Troll Hunters. Like, I don't see it standing out as an individual entity enough, yeah. you know. And his newer so. books kind of suck, so. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell? I guess you feeling that that one that one to me is, is now that I think about it, it it's kind like of a hard, hard sell. Yeah, I would prefer to have his dark materials on the list. That I one think sounded that, that I, I like that one a little bit better because I mean you have multiple things that you could pop on there. Okay, so between then, Dreams and Shadows and the Night Angel trilogy, which one would you prefer? Dreams and Shadows. Okay, because and... I mean Night Angel trilogy that. It's it's gore and then other stuff. So it's one of those that I don't see them ever doing. I don't even see them doing... I don't even think HBO is uh, is confident enough to take on the Night Angel trilogy. So you're going Dreams and Shadows? Dreams and Shadows. Over the top? Okay, so then between Percy Jackson and Night Angel trilogy, which one would you pick? Night Angel? Oh, no, Percy. Percy? Oh, uh, Night Angel. Dude, I Percy, already circled Percy, it in pen. Percy. <laughs> you can switch it. Do you Percy. Want Percy? Okay. But. Nope. Too late. All right. So here we go. Here's our top five. As debated, not very heatedly. By two idiots. By two idiots who don't know anything about anything. Number five, Percy Jackson and his pen sword. 
Number four, Dreams and Shadows from Austin, Massachusetts. Would you like the name, the no, the, the what words? The, the name of the pen? Would you like, yeah. Sure. Riptide. Oh, I was going to go Bic. Um, yeah. His Dark Materials is number three. Critical Role, number two. Newman. And the webcomic Newman is our number one pick. I think that could be really fun. I kind of almost had like Zootopia visions, yeah. but with fantasy characters, that could be really fun. And yeah, it, would you? Can will you do me a favor? Will you read the first five chapters? Sure, I'll read like, it today. Today, I can't. Today, you can. I believe in you. Oh, you you have that much confidence in me? Mm-hmm, I do. Well, if you believe in me, Josh, I can't See, today. Gavin, to go <laughs> off of one of our previous guests, Mister Kyle A. Bear, uh-huh. who voiced Kamina from Gurren Logan, you don't have to believe in you. Believe in the me that believes in you. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. yeah believe that. in the me that believes in you. That's awesome. All right. Believe in the commie that Because Kyle you. said it, then I'll believe it. Just like Naruto. But I can't do it today. So, yeah, I got to go to work now, so. Ah, it sucks. Okay. Um, FYI, I did look up the opening weekend box office for lego batman how bad is that and it was 53 million see so this one opening with 39 million with not a world famous iconic character yeah, true i think that's fantastic like not many of your average people out there know what the heck lego ninjago is if they don't have kids watching that show on tv they don't know what that is or you walk down the lego aisle and see ninjas and you're like huh yeah. oh so i i found that dragon lego 49.99 oh the mech yeah Ooh. i was like how big is it do you think i don't know it how many looked, pieces was it it looked big i didn't look i just saw the price it was on the uh-huh. little kiosk and i was with all the ninjago stuff and i was like oh, 49.99 at the mall oh no, i didn't go to the mall oh i i went i went to go see a movie at the mall completely forgot there was a lego store yeah you we went together remember that's right you were yeah. there <laughs> hilarious no i went to target Nice. I went to the Target. Cool. Target, yay. Target. Oh, God, I can't do that. Um, do you have any shout-outs? Shout-out. Uh, shout-out to... Nobody. I hate everyone. Wow. No, shout-out to uh, Cloud City Class. I'm glad they think I still listen. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're no, awesome. No, no Get, Brit- guess Brittany what? Was, uh, Brittany and I were talking. She was like, I'm surprised you still listen. That's hilarious. And I was like... Yeah, I was What's, like, but I need ammo. Yeah, that's I have true. To, I have to. You, I, you do. They're one of the few podcasts that makes me hot, so I'm like, I gotta have <laughs> ammo. I get to see them next week. Woo! You suck. I'm so excited. Oh, speaking of next week, Gavin won't be here. Yeah, we're gonna have some off and ons for the October hostings, but Corey will be back, and it'll be great. I'm sure. I have faith in you guys, and we may have a special guest. Oh, cool. We may get the Haina on, but Ooh, I don't know. Nice. I like it. Very cool. Well, I just have one extra little thing I want to throw in here at the end. Um, as many of you probably know, uh, Inktober is has now begun when this episode comes out. If you don't know what Inktober is, it's a thing that Jake Parker started on Instagram and other social media sites uh, two or three years ago. And it's basically a challenge where you do an ink drawing for every single day in the month of October. Well, I'm going to be participating in it this month, and I'm going to be creating 31 original ink drawings. Like Baskin Robbins. Yes, just like Baskin Robbins. Mine won't be as delicious, though, unfortunately. So 
here's what's going to happen. I'm going to put every single one of them up for sale. Um, I'm going to make announcements of this. So if you follow me on anything, you will have seen my announcement for this already. But 100% of my sales for Inktober, uh, I'm going to be sending to uh, help Puerto Rico. And so I haven't figured out exactly where I'm sending the money to yet, what foundation. But once I do, I will be transparent. I will let you guys know. So if you want some fun Halloween art and you want to make the world a better place, I'm going to... You can't steal I'm, that. I'm going to give you a chance to uh, to buy some cool drawings. And I'm going to be sending all of the funds um, to Puerto Rico to help out with that tragic mess that's happening there that... We need to make sure we're all doing our part for. So that's that. You got anything else, Josh? Got nothing else. Gavin, where can everybody find you? Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art on the internet, GavinAudisonArt.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on AnimationStationPodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Wow, I messed that up. Yeah, you kind of just dropped right there. Interesting. Um, you can also find us on wow, we're, geez, <laughs> I just, wow, Lord of Mercy, Lord of Mercy. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast and on Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast and join our Facebook group, Animation Station Podcast. Mm-hmm. You said the iTunes and Stitcher. ITunes we also have a podcast tab on our website. You find all of our episodes yep. on all those. You did? Yep. Okay, I got lost there too. So. Yep. Just making sure we got everything covered. I went down a weird, weird rabbit hole. (laughs) I I looked at a tweet that Johnny Young Bosch sent out, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Don't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right. So for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. Try to make the world a better place. (laughs) Made you look. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 